Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or guarantees for the whole league that we here now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season. All right, now without any further ado, as Zoe so rudely pointed out on Twitter, I guess we can talk about the good team in town. Should we let him in? White Sox. So here's Zoe. Go, Zoe. Talk for 50 minutes. Go. No problem. One, I don't think there's, I have no problem with Joe Buck asking that question. That's his job. Two, I have no problem with Chris Bryant's dad defending his son. Both can be okay. Both are okay, in my opinion. Stop stealing my points. All right, all right. I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. Just coming, just coming in late here. Coming in late to the party. No, you're but, good. You're good, Zoe. And so it's not like he only singled out Brian. If you watch the whole bro- broadcast, dude, he was asking those type of questions to a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anything, I think by Buck asking that question, it made Chris look better. He gave oh, the yeah. best fucking answer possible. Oh yeah. Like he by gave. The way, I'm not a Cubs fan, and I was like, Grr! like after he said it, I was like, rep that C, bro. Like I was like pumped for him. But I think Chris came out smelling like roses. But yep. I also get why Mike Bryant, why you went on ESPN and started defending him. I have no idea. <laughs> but <laughs> I was scared. I had enough people go, do it, do it, do it. He messaged me. I was like, he's not going to go on. And then Yumper DMs me. He's like, uh, bro, Fitz is on uh, ESPN, and he's kind of losing his shit. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was eating Nashville hot Reaper chicken again, and I had just gotten back to the gym. It was one o'clock. It, I hadn't eaten lunch yet, too. So I have all these guys, and I'm going to say this right now that uh, that Alex and those guys in the DM, especially, and then Yumper and and, and Aloha, Mister Hand, they're like, do it, do it, do it. I'm like, and I had it up, and I was on hold for ten minutes, and I hung up the first time, and then I went back. And I was <laughs> you and waited ten minutes to do that. Yeah. Oh no! Actually, twenty minutes technically, because the first ten minutes or whatever Jesus it was. Christ. And then I he, then he tweeted me <laughs> back right now because he tweeted at me to call. Like Sylvie said, call me now. And then he did like a call period me period now tweet or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, so, like, I was actually more more into the conversation they were having about finding a snake in your toilet biting you in the ass, or would you rather have a snake under your bed? And I was like, I don't want. Holy to shit, man! You're a fucking trip, dude. I wanted to use the entertainment uh, as much as it was to defend Mike. So, holy uh, fuck, man! And I appreciate that you're, uh, <laughs> Fids. People can say a lot of things about you. They can never not call you loyal as a motherfucker. You're a great <laughs> friend. You look out for your people, and I, I respect and admire that. But why don't do that shit? Don't don't give them content. That's oh, all you. That's all you did. Was you gave? Well, him no. The, the biggest strike against Kevin, and he called himself out. You, you got to plug the podcast. Plug the show. You well, I was busy getting show. called Kevin Kevin Diddler. So <laughs> I saw I saw Kevin Hitler, 
That, yeah, was, that, that was fucking Ooh. relax, people. It's Evil. not that serious. <laughs> Hitler is not something you just roll off the tongue. Well, oh, this guy's talking about Chris Bryant's dad defending him. Hitler. Uh, like, there was some the guys fuck? drafted in this draft named Owen Schartz, another guy by the name of Smelly. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> if he makes it to the show, I will call him Smelly Cat forever. Oh, um, so the draft was cool. Uh, yeah, so what, what, what do you want to start? Liam Hendricks taking Fox yeah, taking our the, idea? I, I want to talk about the All Star game because you know what? <laughs> I fucking enjoyed myself. I thought it was great. I I haven't sat down and watched the entire all-star weekend from home one derby to the end of the game in fucking years, man. Years. I think I was the complete opposite. And I think I know why your team is good. My team is. That's probably it. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even get to see single, TA play. Right. I didn't but watch a single pitch of the, no, the home, that's, the, I lied. I watched two pitches of the all-star game. The home run derby was electric. That was great. absolutely electric. Pete Alonso was a, Fucking demigod, dude. He's sitting there bopping between songs. All these other guys look like they're gas, like they're about to pass out. That He's dancing like, and shit. That look like when you're playing like your older brother, like in Madden. And yes. he, like you're thinking you're doing good. And then he just comes down, like scores like on two plays or oh, something. And I mean, like Juan Soto and like Otani and, you know, Vlad Jr. and all these guys. Vlad Jr. wasn't in it. But like all these other guys are like very much in shape. And they looked very tired. Joey Gallo was just <laughs> midway through his. Pete Alonso walks up there, and he looks like he's just doing BP. Like this shit's fun. And he's, I mean, he said after he's like, "I am the best power hitter in baseball. You are the best power hitter in baseball when an eighty-year-old dude throws yeah. sixty miles an hour in the same spot repeatedly." Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, Pete. Yeah, that, and good for him for getting that money. Good by the for way. Pete. He needs to give that guy like a huge chunk. He needs a home run derby, Cy Young. They need to give that guy a home run derby Cy Young. And good for Pete for getting paid. We've all seen there's been a million points made about it. He made $2 million in the home run derby. And he's only made like 1.47 in his career, yeah. whatever. And you know what's cool, though? You know what's really cool, although? He gave money to the 9-11 First Responders Fund, right. and he gave money to some other cause. Nice. And, I mean, I'm not – crying over Pete Alonso. I mean, he's made $1.4 million in his baseball career. I haven't, I won't make $1.4 million and it takes me a long time. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and so, I mean, but it's still cool. I think it's cool that he gives back, but it was fun, man. I mean, that showdown yeah. between Otani and Soto, Oh yeah, that was like game. you said, should have been the final, but should have separated them. Yeah. Wow. Was that fun? That, was, that fun. was just, I mean, I was watching it and my son was going in and out of sleeping on my let, but like I wanted to, like, I was getting into it, dude. I was dead sober, too, and I was, like, getting into it. And the whole aspect that you can gamble now, like, legally, like, you, there, you could do prop bets and all oh. that shit on it, that makes it a lot more fun, too. Let's call it that, what it is. That makes that it a lot it, more fun. That made it fun, but also... Stressful. If Not st stressful, but also because you're betting on something that you thought was going to have a set rules, and then things happen. Oh, it was all... And they were right. like, wait... These are they're just breaking the rules. If I had uh who got jobbed? It was Joey Gallo. Joe if, if I had Joey Gallo, which I think I did, I put a little money on everyone, but I, I put more money on certain guys. But mm -hmm. if I had Joey Gallo, like the Barstool crew did, like they all put like <laughs> yeah. I would be furious. And they had every right to be furious. I but, saw I saw a thing that was like the because like when they did the timeout and that like the timer on the screen wasn't may have not been synced. 
with like the timer at the stadium and like yeah. that's why it maybe looked off mm-hmm. but like i mean then espn like with the like get your fucking graphics the entire espn yeah, presentation I, was terrible the thing that sucked too is i watched it on espn too because you know our guy the jason yeah because yeah, jason was on there and i love his i heard that calls. was bad like the Bro, graphics do you remember the show or what was it uh, idiocracy or whatever when they do the yeah, TV yeah. broadcast and there's literally ads everywhere and they're like we can put one more ad here. That's what it felt like. Like it was it was a little ridiculous. Um but it was just nice to hear Jason. But mm-hmm. like so many people said, I want to watch the ball fly. That's part of the fun of home run derby. Like I don't want to just see the guy hit it. I want to watch that fucker fly. You know, yeah, I want to see it go bad. like and yeah and on the ESPN broadcast they but they didn't have the 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 distance tracker. No, and they they were doing it for some of them. Like they would show like the the, the side angle, the the v, the exit velo. Oh, and then like and I'm like I don't. I mean that's no. cool. Like you could tell me after the fact, but let me just watch these guys hit fucking bombs. That's all yeah. I want to see. That's that's the point of a home run derby. I think we we've gone to the like over uh, like satirization of uh, or what's the word? Uh, whatever the word is. Yeah, like, I know what you're talking too about. Too much, like too too much on the screen. Right. Just, Give me the distance. Let me see where these balls are landing. Well, the big bets that hit for me easily were farthest home run over 518 and a half. Shout out Juan Soto for going Juan 520. Um, DraftKings had a boost. Otani and uh, who won it again? I can, fuck, I can't think of his name. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. Otani and Alonso combined for over 70 homers. That was a joke. <laughs> that, was, that was the easiest money I think ever. Pete Alonso by himself. Yeah, I feel like that was the – and then, like, the total over of home runs was at, like, 239. I think they got over 300. Yeah. Like, those yeah, were I, the – it was such easy money, dude. It was – like, I just still cannot comprehend how Pete – like, how easy Pete Alonso made it look. It – it was like guys, guys were hitting like twenty, like twenty-two, twenty. Like the median number was like around the t- like Salvador Perez, who like all Sox fans were shitting on, and like rivalry. So like he got dirty. He got he, got, he hit like the second most in the first. <laughs> you know round. what? This was my face the whole time because I knew it was gonna happen. And the more he hit, I'm like, he's not catching Pete, but keep keep swinging yourself, dude. Maybe you'll catch a cold. Keep going, bro. But, Did he hit like twenty-seven or twenty-eight? Yeah, and you know what? For a catcher, especially a catcher of his age, that was impressive, bro. That was impressive. Like, it, I'll get I'll give him props when he does, but you know what? At the end of the day, he's on the Royals, so fuck <laughs> him. And then so the all the, the home run derby was fucking amazing. If you stayed up and watched the celebrity softball game, God bless oh, you. God. Zero chance I was doing no. that. Um but the all-star game Maybe you're right, all I didn't even think of it from that angle. Maybe it's because the, the Sox had four All-Stars. <laughs> I mean, Lance Lynn looked hilarious in that uniform. The all-blue. Like, remember in Willy Wonka when the Violet girl eats the blueberry <laughs> yeah. and she blows up? <laughs> Violet, you're turning Violet. That's what he looked like. And, I mean, it was that was funny. And so what, Fids leaves and no one jumps in the comments anymore? All right. how it is. Well, I mean, I think, I think Josh, uh, I think he started his stream. Yeah, he did, which is fine. It's fine. It's fine. What's up, Alex? You're loyal. What's Fuck up? Um, no, I'm just oh, Alex was here for all the uh, like hour and 10 well, minutes and of Cubs talk. I'm take a, <laughs> take a minute here. Well, he just likes to rip on Fids. Take a minute here <laughs> to give a special, very big special shout out to our guys at the 108. Happy 100th show, fellas. I people I apparently think I was joking, but that's impressive. This shit is hard. You don't just sit down and start talking. Like there's things that go into this. It's hard to have staying power. It's hard to keep people coming back. It's fucking hard. And for them to have a hundred shows and they do a three hour show every week. 
plus the Sunday soaks, plus all this other stuff. So mad props to them. We love them. They're our good friends. So very happy for them. Congratulations, fellas. I think they're on the Sons of Hanarchy show right now, which is another. There's so many good Sox podcasts, dude. There's so many good ones. Great to Uh, see. Great to see. And the cool thing is watching people meet up with each other and like there's no like rivalries or anything. Like I know there's some little subtle beefs, but it's not like a big deal. Like it's all love and it's cool. But anyways, Mm -hmm. shout out to them. Beef love just popped up on my Twitter feed, so that reminded me. So but um yeah, the all-star game was cool. I have no problem with Rodon not pitching. I mean I, I get it sucks. Um, you know, you want to, his first time there, you want to see him do it, but, um, you gotta, we got bigger fish to fry. Ooh, look at you fancy pants. You about to do a live feed on ESPN? (laughs) (laughs) No offense event, trying to like split the time optimizing. So what happens when I take my clothes off? Well, okay. Before Kevin leaves, we have to get the, we have to get the breakdown on, on the Vegas kid for the Sox. Oh yeah, do that real quick because I'm. Go ahead. Oh okay. Um. Well, yeah, White Sox fans, if you have been annoyed with how much I talk about Chris Bryant, <laughs> welcome to the Tanner McDougal fan club. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got another one, folks. Yep. <laughs> we got a we got a live one here. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Tanner is a, a great kid. Actually, he's a he's a long time. I've known his family for 20 years. They have been a part of the Silverado Brian Whitaker family that I've been coaching with and mentored with, and so. Tanner himself, great kid, um, six six, maybe five. I'd say five five and a half, really. Um, those you know, low nineties, like nine two, nine three. Uh, for now, um, his dad pitched for the White Sox or for the Cardinals organization. Not the same Mike McDougal that White Sox fans keep bringing up. <laughs> Thank not, God, not the same guy. This is a guy that his dad was a local legend. His dad here was a six foot four galoot who pitched uh, for the Cardinals organization and was such a freak that he also was uh, their first baseman for 152 minor league games. So he's one of those dudes that were just like a freak. And so Tanner, um, he's got really, you know, solid velocity, but his spin rate, he, his, his stock really rose at the uh, camps, the, uh, the, the, the showcase, the, the big one, the, the, mm-hmm. out of the top 150 prospects. And his uh, spin rate was the highest graded spin rate of any pitcher at the combine. So real quick, what, what, what's his arsenal? What kind of stuff do you have? So he's got fastball. Um, obviously, he's, he's got a change up. He, he's learned the traditional circle change. What's his fastball touching? Uh, I'd say he hits 92 to 94 uh, for now. But he's a well, high school kid? For a high school kid who's going to fill. Again, when I say this, his dad wears a 4X. Okay. Kind so this, this is no. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. No, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah, before he got in here. If, uh, if, if, uh, if, 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 if McDougal family is watching right now, uh, sorry, we'll, we'll go ahead and refer to Tanner as the tripod. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. But his dad is—he wears a you know four an extra you know a quad quad large. So his, his dad's a huge guy, um, and Tanner mm. is a tall guy that's going to fill out fill out um, in the same vein. So he's going to add more velocity. So I'm not going to be shocked if Tanner's hitting 96, maybe even 97. Uh, maybe perhaps more, but I think that he's going to probably top at 96 off speed stuff's great. The thing about him too, is he was raised in a very similar program as what Chris and Shreve were brought up in uh, with KB and Shreve. Give, no, me, uh, give me a ceiling uh, ceiling. I think he could be like a number three or number four starter for the white Sox rotation. Um, no, let's I, do Kevin's favorite game. Give, give, give us a comp. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Babe Ruth. 
Paul Bunyan and his he's the, he's the next Randy Johnson. Dude, that was ridiculous during the draft. They would draft this kid out of high school and they're doing they're doing split screens between the kid and like Ichiro and shit. I'm like, why are you doing this to this kid? Why do you stop doing this to kids? No. Stop it. Because there's Kenny, meatball fans that will use that for the rest of the, you know what I'm saying? Like you never panned out. You never actually chopped trees down like Paul Bunyan. I am <laughs> you suck. Trade him. They put no. the one kid next to Mark Pryor and his it looked identical. But yeah. like it's just like, what are you doing? Stop doing this to kids. Fox fans can really take real good peace in this. Like sometimes you get a you get a ball player, a pitcher especially, that at the lower levels got overused. Think Kerry Wood in high school throwing killer curve balls, you know, 50 of them a game when he was like 15. Mm-hmm. A guy like Tanner's gonna come in with no residual overworking ever. Tanner played for his high school program, didn't go to showcases. He is a walking example of the kind of thing that we like about ballplayers. When you tell people that they'll find you, he didn't overwork himself. Some of these kids have been on the showcase circuit every weekend for like five years and they're burning their arms out and they have a low shelf life because they can't keep healthy. Tanner's the opposite. Tanner played a 10 game season this year in, in Vegas. That's all we got. So he pitched like three times. He didn't have, he had, you know, his last game, our last game. Before, Sorry, keep going. I'm going to blow this up though. We're going to, we're going to talk about this right now because you're going to like this. This just happened. Hold on. Let me share my screen. Sorry for those that are listening well, so, to the podcast. So I'm going to try and figure out the tech here, but no, yeah. I got it. You got it. There you go. So here's Yankees prospect God with Jason Dominguez. Is that mm-hmm. his name? Now here he is tonight in double a, I believe he's in double a now hitting a triple um, stay for the triple. Oh no. Watch the slide. Oh no. Okay, big boy. Nice Good. crack. Okay. Right in the right right center gap. Look at how fast he is. This kid can fly. That's He's hell. flying around second, heading into third, and no, now here no. comes a slide. Oh god. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's a Nick Magical slide. That's a Nick Magical slide. There's a sniper up there. You see him right there. It says George Ste- right by the R in George Steinbrenner Field. There's a sniper up there. It's not the kids. No, go right before he starts. Oh slide. my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and look at the background. Look at the background. It has a jackpot on the screen. The minute he gets sniped, watch. Look at the, look at the, the what's on the scoreboard. The minute he lands from getting sniped. Ready <laughs> and snipe. There, ready and wait till he lands. Like bingy bink, and then jackpot. <laughs> I just noticed that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry guys, I had a, I had a butt in with that because that was just I just saw that and I was like, oh my god. And Do for you podcast just... listeners, this is why you have to tune in to the yes. stream every yeah. Thursday night. Mr. The, the visual references are harf. Do they not teach sliding in the Dominican Republic anymore? Bro. Because Luis Robert can't slide, Aloy can't slide. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. oh my god, I oh, forget Alex's comment <laughs> talking about Tanner. <laughs> Oh, that is pretty funny. Oh no, that's Alex like every every time. <laughs> Alex says, so you're saying it wouldn't be too hard to correct the issues caused by a terrible high school coaching. Mm-hmm. Says the accountant. <laughs> Played by high school. Ball. Okay, so um, no, yeah. So th- this is actually uh, Alex's uh, smart ass comment can lead to this. I'm telling you right now, he's worked with the best pitching coach in the, in, in the state of Nevada as a high schooler and as a young guy coming up. Uh, Jose Loza, our pitching coach, is incredible. Um, but Tanner had a low workload, man. He has a he has a low. He's got a lot more bullets in the weapon in the gun than a lot of pitchers that come up like him. Guys like him usually play a million club ball games, play with a million different teams. Tanner played for his high school team. Tanner went to the showcases he was invited to, like the, you know the combine. 
you know, he didn't go to these things. He wasn't overly exposed. And so his, his, his health is going to be very, very strong. And I think his delivery, if you look at his delivery and it, it, you, again, that's something we'll talk about. We could talk about one day. We'll break it down. Yeah, we'll break it's, it. We'll do that next week. It's a very effortless delivery. So there's a low stress, not a lot of strain. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not doing anything unhealthy. Everything that he's been taught has been taught with everything in moderation. So he's been given that mentality. And so he's, he's going to be a good one for the White Sox, I think. Why don't and, we do this next week, Fids? Find us some tape hmm? and we'll break down what he looks like. Because if you, if you really think he could be a, a three, four starter for this Sox rotation in the future, I'd like to break his shit down. Because I think that's a great thing that this show brings that other shows don't is we have a coach breaking down shit, which I think is great. So, and he's heading, to Birmingham. Been, he's heading to Birmingham, I believe is what they said. He's going to Birmingham. And oh, that's good. Well, he'll end up in, a, in the, in the offseason, I guess he's going to be in Arizona. I want to yeah. say Birmingham and then Arizona is what they said is next. Because he's not even going to commit. He's never going to Chicago. He's, I don't know if he's signing in at home and then he's heading out. I know Shreve signed at home. So like some of these guys don't do like signing things at the ballpark. They sign at home. They bring yeah. the, the national their, their cross checker there and that scout comes in and they sign the contract or whatever, but he's going to, he's headed to Birmingham. So by I mean, if I, if I was a pitcher, I'd want to be thrown in Birmingham. That park is tough to hit in. <laughs> so, but speaking of minor leagues, I do want to bring up that the White Sox acquired minor league catcher, Debbie Grulon. There from, we were waiting for it, Aldo. Yeah. That wasn't <laughs> we bad. It <laughs> that wasn't bad. How off was I? I have no I clue. Know. I, I, I probably butchered it worse than you did. We were just hoping that you would have it right. Debbie Grulon. No, Grulon. apparently Apparently he's French. No. Apparently the funny part is Alex mentioned in the chat this trade like happened a few days ago. They just barely announced it. Today. Right. Well, it, it really doesn't have that much significance. The reason why just it does bad. have some kind of does this mean it's over for Yermin? Is because Yermin is a horrible Ugh. catcher. Yeah. Like he's horrible. He's horrible. Um, he has what, what? What was this at? Like nine pass balls already? Like seven in six games? Yeah. It's it's brutal. Um. So yeah. Oh, wait, before Kevin leaves, I did want to, uh, before he leaves, uh, for his baseball tonight spot, um, uh, <laughs> I want to ask you. I'm going to Area 15, and if anybody knows what that is in Vegas, you'll know that I'm going to a really weird place right now. <laughs> I want to ask Kevin, we, we briefly brought him up uh, during the Cubs draft talk, but Colson Montgomery, why did you absolutely want for the Cubs? He goes to the Sox. Like, what's, what's like the quick? Payback for Ed Howard. Quick background on him. <laughs> the kid's a freak. He's a freak. He's a big left-handed bat that picks it. Um, he is the guy that I'm, you know, and I get a lot of people made a big deal about it, but you know, you're talking about like five years down the line, obviously he's an 18 year old kid, but he is someone that as Tim Anderson gets towards the latter portions of his career should be moving. I mean, he could move faster and he's probably versatile enough, but it's a big bat. Um, the kid, if you look at some of his swings, um, let me hear. I'm gonna see if I can pull up a video real quick. I know it's I, I got it on my right here, but if you pull up some of his swings, the dude just just ugh. I mean, he's turning 19. Um, he's 19 now, but he's six four. He moves well, um, and he's gonna probably be a little too big to be a shortstop. So you're thinking maybe even third base if he's not gonna pan into a shortstop, or you you know can shift him. But he's one of those guys that I like. He's a six four one ninety guy. You know he's going to fill out and be a big bopper, and and his bat is big. Um, and again, you love. I, I we said it earlier. We, we and Aldo were talking. I love guys that are right-handed throwers that hit left-handed. Those guys are just. I mean, you prefer a switchy, but I, I I love the dudes that hit from the left side that throw from the right side. I feel like they're more cross-eyed dominant, which means they see the ball better. They've got a stronger eye up front, and they're able to see 
better depth perception. Um, and so I think that, you know, he was, he was my second favorite pick for the, where the Cubs were at. Obviously Sweeney was my number one and the same, one of the same reasons why I like Sweeney. A lot of the same reasons that I like Montgomery, except I think Montgomery is going to be a pure power guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to hit for average, but I think he's going to hit for power. And I think the White Sox are going to get. Where is he playing in the field? I think eventually. I mean, if he's six four, I mean, you got to assume he's probably going to switch to a corner, or yeah. you know, not. Not many six four short. You know, a rod days where it was supposed to be the wave of the future. <laughs> not so I just started tweet anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, what? Eloy struck out on six pitches. And I said, send him back to low A. <laughs> and literally after we said that about Yerman, he just doubled into the corner for Uh-oh. two RBI double. I mean, Yerman yeah. is, is now told the world, I am a bat. Yeah. <laughs> if, if your team needs a DH, a straight bat, I'm your guy. It might go on a month, two-month slump. But every team just needs him for like the first month of the year when they're like, whoa, where did this guy come from? And then yep. every 30 days, he gets traded yeah. with the team. And then for the next team, 30 days. No, no. I, uh, yeah. So look at, look at, look at, look at Montgomery to be a good kid. I actually like the calf kid, the West half kid, another big, again, left-handed hitter, right-handed thrower, 6'3", 200 pounds. Again, the White Sox drafted big framed high school kids with their first two picks. And then they went pitching, which I really like. Mm-hmm. I mean, not pitching, angel, pitching. not the angel strategy. Yeah, did you see the angels? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rounds in a row. They went pitching and then catcher. Yeah, they got this Cody. Oh, and Cody Smelly is a White Sox catcher. So the Smelly kid, you guys got the Smelly kid. Yeah, I just wanted to. That'd be fun, Smelly mm-hmm. Cat. But and most most catchers are Smelly. So let's be honest. Oh yeah, all that gear you get hot. Um, you know, like Axe body spray mixed with body odor. And uh, Alex says that here that Eloy has been looking overmatched in AAA. He needs to get more time to get his timing down. He's got time, dude. He's not coming back to the end of the month. Like he's got another week or so. He's fine. He'll get his at bats. Like he'll get his at bats. He'll be fine. I saw his interview today where he's like, "I feel two hundred percent. I feel great. Whatever. He's a freak. Kids freak." Um. <laughs> so I know you guys talked about. Cubs trade rumors. You talk about any of the White Sox stuff? No, we did all Cubs. So this is all you, baby. This is all you. And with that, guys, thanks for having me on tonight again. And uh, yes. I'm going to dip out of here. I'm going to go do the. the yep. Tell uh, Tim Kirkshaw I said hi. Yeah, yeah I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm really going <laughs> to. had a chance to pass him for us. Yeah. He and Alex Rodriguez are going to have a heart to heart about oh. baseball. Uh, oh, yeah. and, uh, and, and never mind. Yeah. Right. Tell Chris Furman I said suck it. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. All right, later. Later. Buddy. Yeah, later. Um, yeah. So yes, trade so, socks. What should they do? Well, now Aaron Judge and those guys all fucked up everything because here we are, oh, two weeks away from the trade deadline, and all the Yankees got COVID, and so they canceled the Red Sox Yankees Sunday or Thursday night baseball. Oh, jeez, are they going to be super spreaders ever so long? So the All Star break is now looking like a super spreader event. Um. Could you imagine if My, the White Sox had a trade like in the works? <laughs> and they couldn't do it because Trevor Story had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just let's let's live in a fantasy world that none of that's happening. All right. So the ESPN Grim Reaper, known as Jeff Passan, which shout out for just destroying Stephen A. Smith, um, yep. came out and. They were all doing like their list, like maybe traded, 
probably 50-50 shot, definitely going to be traded. And the definitely going to be traded was like Trevor Story, okay, Joey okay. Gallo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Bryant, I think he had as like 50-50, whatever. But like as a White Sox fan to see those names is like definitely going to be traded. You, your ears perk up like a dog that hears the streets rattling. Like, like you're wow, like, what a perfect match. <laughs> yeah. And right now we are all in this like – it's a weird feeling for White Sox fans because we're we have a, the White Sox have an eight game lead in the Central. The rest of the Central looks like straight fucking dog water, and they should run away with it. But they also have, in theory, the prospects to go out and get one of these high level rentals. And that's what they are. They're rentals. I saw so many stupid tweets. Why can't they just sign Bryant or trade for Bryant and then just expand? Dude, Bryant's getting paid $200 million next year. He's getting a $200 million contract. The White Sox aren't doing that. And yes, as Alex brings up in the chat, which you all should be watching us live on Thursday nights, there's little to no competition for some of these rentals. Yeah. Which is the beauty of this deadline. There's, I mean, there's the teams that are at the top, and then there's like this huge fall off of teams that are just going to stay neutral and keep the prospects, or there's teams that are straight sellers. You know what I mean? And the other thing that people need to get stop tweeting at me or just tweeting in general, you'll just, you're doing great, sweetie. The Reds are not sellers. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they're not. Stop <laughs> saying like Nick Cassianos is like available. Yeah, no. He's not available, guys. He's not. The, the Cubs made sure of that when they got yeah, swept. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And they're four games out, but um, yeah, man. I mean, I realistically, not even just being a fanboy, like realistically, think that the White Sox could land a Trevor Story or a Joey Gallo. Oh, for, they definitely could. Yeah. For this second half run, well, it's just weird because, like, as a fan for all these years, you always would like for something like this to happen, but you'd always be like, "It's not going to happen." It never does happen. I think but, the unique part is though the Sox. I mean, because even when they're like go back to like you know, because I mean they're still pretty good in 04 and obviously they won in 05, 06. Like the talent, like it was always like a veteran group. I feel right. Um, and like obviously this is like like completely different circumstance. And it's like, hey, you have like I mean the only thing that's comparable I think is like 05 when it was like it was clear like no, our team is great. Mm-hmm. And you, but that team didn't have the injuries, really, right? So like they didn't have the need to. So it is something new for Sox fans to feel because you you really haven't experienced is. that before. And and listen, yeah, the Sox could easily be the only team that isn't selling in the Central. I mean, yeah. it's the Central is basically like a farmers market this year. And <laughs> but like the White Sox front office has to take a step back and just take a look at this league. And know that the CBA is coming up and know, you know, the future is uncertain. And also know that you have an elite pitching staff. You have a, despite what Twitter likes to say, you have a pretty good bullpen, especially now with Kopech back. And, Kopech back yeah. Yeah. and then getting, you're going to put one of your starters in the bullpen come the, come the postseason. Yeah. And you're getting Aloy and probably Robert back. Like, Go get a – dude, if you don't get a rental right, I don't know what you're doing. If you don't go out and get a Trevor Story or a Joey Gallo or a Chris Bryant or I – don't, I don't know what you're doing. And the same response that I gave everyone on Twitter, the Bugs Bunny meme of him going, no, when people would talk to me about uh, 
what's the little shit's name? The uh, second baseman that I'm done with. Danny Mendez? Sanchez. Yomer Sanchez. Oh, Yomer Sanchez. What? So everybody that tweeted me about – no, this was this was months ago. This was oh, okay. this was right when Nick went down. People were okay. like, Brink, go get Yomer back. And I would just no. be like, no. Um, if you tweet at me or mention me or retweet towards me or anything about Javi Baez being on the White Sox, you are getting the Bugs Bunny. No. I, I like how that only started because of like a conversation on ESPN. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's tough, dude. Like we do this for a couple hours once a week. Those guys got to do it every day yeah. for like four hours a time. I get why they throw shit out there sometimes like that. I get it. It's a tough job. It's a really tough job. <laughs> I know personally, like firsthand, it's a very tough job. But mm-hmm. um, Javi Baez is not coming to White Sox. And no, wow. yes, his numbers were better as a second baseman. But the White Sox need someone that could hit right-handed pitching. Javi doesn't hit right-handed pitching. You know, like he just doesn't fit. Like you already have it, your, it, you yeah. already have your power hitters. You already have the slugging guys. Like you need. And I really, really, really think that it's either going to be, uh, if you ever put like Javi and TA together, it was, it's either going to be the most electric middle infield of all time, or it's just going to, and it's going to mess up everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just bad. Yeah, maybe if I had a rank who I wanted in order, I want Joey Gallo. Because okay. this is why I want Joey Gallo. And it's funny because people think that Joey Gallo is just a, a home run hitter, which at the plate, yes, he does strike out quite a bit. But people got to remember, Joey Gallo won the gold glove in right field last year. Like, he's good in the field. I've seen too many people be like, well, you can just put Gallo at DH. He's a gold glove outfielder with an absolute hose. You know, that would fix a lot of problems for the White Sox. Trevor Story being the second one, whatever. It's Trevor Story, dude. Oh, he can't hit outside of Coors Field. Go look at Nolan Arenado's splits before he left Coors Field. Like, it's just that I think that's a dumb thing. And I also think U.S. Cellular Comiskey rate isn't exactly a pitcher's park. You know what I mean? And who's protecting Trevor Story right now in that lineup? Who can they pitch it? You know what I mean? Why would I pitch to Trevor Story? Or yeah, why would I pitch to Trevor Story right now? Because no. Charlie Blackman's gonna beat me. Fuck out of here. <laughs> same thing with yeah. Adam. Same thing with Adam Frazier in Pittsburgh. Oh, he's batting three hundred. Yeah, he's batting over three hundred on an absolute dog shit team. Imagine him sandwiched in between, like oh, T-A- oh, oh, oh. Mikata. Oh, oh, and, and the lineup. Comes announced they traded Jack Peterson to the Braves. Oh. No, stop it. Yeah, they Nathan, did. Braves, Nathan, Braves just announced it. Are you fudging with us? Welcome to Atlanta, young Jock. Oh, my God. That's Breaking such, news. I kind of want a Jock Peterson Atlanta jersey. <laughs> All right. Who the hell did they get? I'll keep going while I look this up. No, keep going yeah, on the point. I know. I, I'm just making my Cubs little... announced, yeah, like as Nathan told us in the chat, Cubs announced they've traded Jock Peterson to the Braves for first base prospect Bryce Ball. Well, everybody wanted oh. some Bryce Ball. Bryce Ball. Let's look up the newest Cub. Um, shout out to – I was going to say, the Gallagher, I'm surprised. Friend of the show, Nathan Sheba. Shout yes. out for letting us know. We appreciate that. Uh, Engel is the perfect fourth outfielder. 
I don't want the World Series chances on the back of Goodwin. Keeping it up. Goodwin is a great story. Goodwin's earned his place on this team. Mm-hmm. If we're going into October and Goodwin is starting in the outfield for the White Sox, either no, he, he had the best second half ever or they shit the bet at the deadline. <laughs> yeah. Or they, or like Luis, something happens to Luis Robert or something. Knock on wood, you shut your filthy whorish mouth. Sorry. Okay, so Bryce Ball, <laughs> twenty three years old, six foot six, two hundred and forty pounds, left handed batter. Um, he was drafted in the twenty fourth round in twenty nineteen. Uh, his scouting report on the the uh, the twenty to eighty grade scale hit fifty, run forty, field forty, power sixty. Arm fifty overall forty five. Mm. Yeah. So I mean it's Jock Peterson. They weren't gonna right. get anything special for well, Yeah, the Braves are just trying to find the home runs that Acuna left on the table. Yeah. Which is tough. Yeah, we're talking about the jock trade now. I appreciate all of you coming back into the comments. Let me Bryce, know. Bryce Bryce Ball, the before this trade, he was ranked number twelve in the Braves system according Ooh. to MLB pipeline. I mean again, it's Jock Peterson. I know. Did you see Jock Peterson? Jack Peterson has like a 95 WRC plus against both lefties and righties this year. Not, not what the Cubs were expecting. No. Um, good for him. Where are the Braves at? Braves are four games back of the Mets in the East. Yeah, and obviously the, the loss of Cunha, that's huge. So Right, and Jack's a more than serviceable outfielder. He can play the field. I mean, losing a, a guy like Acuna, you, you're not fixing that. Like there's all you got to do is try to like put some things together to like kind of make up for it. But Hey man, if this is the, uh, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. I just got tweeted by old friend, Brian Ferran at four FO train 56, whatever. Do you remember last week when six, seven score said it would be Dylan C's for Jock? No. Oh, yeah, they did. Why? What? Bernstein said it. No, he was joking. No, he was like, I think it would cause Dylan C's. No. They just got the 12th organizational prospect from the Braves for Jack. Dylan C's, come on, guys. Well, I mean, Jack Pearson's just not good. Yeah. Uh, no, and it's not going to cause them a fifth starter. Like, come on. Let's see. All hit. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Ball what? hit two seven with six home runs in fifty three games at single A. Oh, that is not a good look. <laughs> Someone that listened to that segment because I didn't listen to the segment. Can you please tell me if they were being facetious? There's no way. There's no way they were. Those, those, I mean, oh, Eloy just hit a single against the shift. All back right, to, he's back. Timing's back. Um, you know, there is no way he's being serious. They're just no. trying to do the reverse uh, for the Quintana thing, probably or something. Yeah, I mean that's that's brutal, dude. Come on. Uh, um, but uh, so, yeah, well, I mean, well, I congrats like on Jock. He gets to be in a playoff race, kind of. We'll see yeah, how gets the to go down to Atlanta, recovers. nice little hitters park. You know, get a little protection in that lineup too. It's a pretty solid lineup. But back to what I was saying, like people are worried about Adam Frazier. Oh, I don't want to pay for a guy's career year. Ugh. I brought it up. He he's always been decent. And he's not—he's on a shit team, guys. Like, if it goes Tim Anderson, Frazier, Moncada, there's there's no pitching around Frazier. And the mm-hmm. guy has great bat to ball skills. He's batting over three hundred. 
Like, you make that trade too. And because Alex fucking got it all in my head and he's in my psyche, I wouldn't mind Reynolds either, dude. Reynolds is a solid ass. Oh, yeah, Brian Reynolds player. is probably like I, the number one guy you'd want. Hand up. I was pretty naive about it. And then Alex brought it to my attention because I was so zoned in on Frazier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Let's go. Give me some uh give me some Reynolds. Just basically just Han, you can't sit on your fucking hands. This is not the year to do that. It's not yeah, the year no. to sit on your hands. You have like, to make a move. You have to get a second baseman or a right fielder. And I know a lot of people want another bullpen arm. If that's part of a deal, mm-hmm. that's fine. But I don't like if he goes out and gets like a top rated bullpen arm and he's like, mm, that was a good trade deadline. No, that's not. You need a second baseman or a right fielder. You need another bat. Please. Yeah. I'm begging you, Rick. I'm begging <laughs> you. Please, Lord of mercy. Come on. Uh, it's just, and they're all out there. If, if Joey Gallo and Trevor Story are definitely getting traded by Jeff Passan, why not the White Sox? Yeah. And I feel like they keep getting linked more to story. Trevor story at second base. This team's sick. Oh yeah. This team is sick. Cause then you put Aloy at DH, keep Vaughn in left, Robert back in center. Then you have like a platoon of Goodwin and Ingle and right field. Trevor's Abreu story, Anderson, Moncada. come on now. Yeah. No, if you get like a guy like that, you get back to, and then obviously you're getting like Eloy and at least Robert, like you said, and then Grandall, <laughs> you, you go back to what you guys were thinking at the beginning of the year. There is no hole in the lineup. No. <sighs> Yankees were linked to fuck. Please stop it. They don't need a right fielder. They got Aaron Judge. Stop it. Bad Yankees. <laughs> I have. I I think ever since Gallo first started to pop up in rumors, I I don't know why, but like right away it was like oh Yankees. I feel like the Yankees are always tied to everybody though. That's true. That's true. I mean. My generation growing up, like the Yankees got everyone. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. But. Oh, uh, speaking of Gallo, I was earlier. I'm surprised no one's brought up, like, I mean, Sox fans have been, like, probably uh, scarred from this. The left handed hitter with low batting averages. Because, I mean, Joe Gallo, power yeah. guy. Strikes he, out a lot. Strikes out a lot. He hits, like, 210. I yeah. think he's, I mean, he's been better. Uh, this year, but so, overall in his career. <laughs> Joey Gallo, I think, qualifies as the chain of scenery is going to do him good. I think you get him out of Texas, you put him on a contender, and in that lineup, I think Joey Gallo comes to Chicago and absolutely rakes. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean, he's too good of a player. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And then, so I'm glad our friends over at Sockside Agenda, thanks for chiming in, brought this up. I beg that we take our time with Aloy and Robert coming back. So do I. Oh, yeah. But at the same time. Just need those guys healthy for the postseason. I am I am very far from a doctor. You know, <laughs> SoxFan69420 on Twitter is very far from a doctor. If an entire medical staff, if you don't think the White Sox are taking every single absolute precaution with these two, you're absolutely nuts. You're being very obtuse. I, by the way, I have to go back to this because I, I just saw James Fox tweet this too about the trade, and he quote tweeted the return. James Fox put, "LOL, that's not Z- Dylan C's. Like, there's no way they're being serious, right? Like, oh, Alex <laughs> just said he listened to the thing, and their tone was very serious. I gotta know if Sox fans are just like you know 
shitting on the Cubs, like, go ahead, it's fine. Like, Cubs are bad, they suck. Um, but like, come on. Like, <laughs> um, yes, and I agree. We could. It's a, we're in a KB safe zone now because Fiddler's gone, so we could talk about it. One, I think once KB gets traded, he goes absolutely off too. Oh, and yeah, <laughs> wherever but, he goes. Yeah. And KB is more the type of guy that he'll get traded and he'll want to show up for the team that traded for him. You, you know what I mean? Like he's like, oh, Boston really wanted me. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna give it. You know, whatever. And like. I'm telling you, he's going to be great on the Red Sox. Um, <laughs> that's that's my guess. Um, the other thing, too, sneaky, I think the Oakland A's are going to buy. I think the Oakland A's are going to go out and get one of these guys. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I think the Astros are going to get Kimbrel. In my head, Kimbrel's already on the Astros. <laughs> like it just, it's just, it's, that to me is silly. Um, people need, why, why do people keep telling me that they want Nelson Cruz on the White Sox? You would want Nelson Cruz. Uh, well, yeah, you already no. have like five DHs. Yeah, I, what? what? <laughs> no, I don't want that. That's a waste. He's going to Tampa. He should. If Nelson Cruz Tampa? doesn't end up in Tampa Bay, they're fucking up. Uh, KB on the Giants next season. I could see that for sure. Get back to California. I mean, again, uh, going back to this jock trade. Uh, I don't know. I'm just seeing people like getting Bryce Hall for Jack's a heck of a job by Jack. Get start to the deadline. I mean, again, Jack Peterson. Up, oh, Eloy struck out again. Send him back down. Send him back down again. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Bryce Ball, future future Cubs first base. Is <laughs> is that all he plays? Like, can he play anywhere else? No, no. I I read like a while you were talking right now. I yeah. read like a brief thing, and it was like you know it, <laughs> he is known because hopefully he can hit. <laughs> he, okay. Oh yeah, this boy. He has. Well, he's six that, six. He's six six two forty. To <laughs> to Kfid's liking, he bats lefty and throws righty. There you go. Athletic. Cross-eyed, whatever Fids was talking about. There you go. <laughs> um. Let's. Well, you want to watch him bat? Sure. Let's. This is good audio. Yeah, again, another for the podcast listeners, tune in every Thursday on the stream. All right, we got to add, all right. Sorry, a little commercial. You can't hear the sound, can you? Yes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no free ads. All right, here we all go. Right, here we go. Man, that's his, that's his highlight. Oh, beating the up. shift. That's beating his highlight shift. that popped up. Well, this is, is a spring training game, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I think he, he. I mean, he. He was drafted in 2019. They didn't play in 2020. So here's the swing gun. He stands pretty tall. Drops the hands. Goes I mean, with the pitch. Beats wait, the wait. Go, go back to his. Just go back to his batting stance and like pause it. Uh, okay. I mean, I again. I have no, never code. Like I don't know like jack shit about like the fundamentals and the intricacies of hitting or whatever. But that batting stance reminds me of a pitcher. <laughs> It kind of. I do like that. I do like that he's tall. He stands pretty tall here. It reminds me of a pitch he was. But like, here, yeah. this is where. But see, this is where it gets better though. Yeah, he, he gets. gets, he gets like, yeah, he gets compact. He. Yeah, this is a good. I like this. This is good. We'll have Fids break it down next week. I like this is great for the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll get out of this. All right. We're done with that. We'll do right. that next week too. Uh, right. We, we did a two-parter, and then there was a trade, Mister Yumper. So yep. yeah. Um, we switched it up. 
Um, hopefully this opens the door, dude. Let's get these trades going, dude. Well, yeah, no, they, they, this definitely started. I mean, Jock's a big name. You know what I mean? Like, that works for me. Here we go. Positive, positive. Bryce Ball has struggled this year, but maybe has turned a corner over his last 56 plate appearances. He has a 904 OPS. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. Where's, where's he playing right now for the Cubs? Were you trading Rizzo too? <laughs> I mean, he was he was literally in single A. <laughs> We're having a fire sale. Yep. <laughs> um, speaking of sale, Chris Sale's doing rehab starts. Dude, I completely forget about Chris Sale. Yeah, and apparently he he pitched three innings and struck out six guys. Nice. I mean, granted, it's enterprise rent a car guys, but still, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, oh, uh, I can play the clip of them. Of what? Hold on. Uh. I was just DM'd the clip from 670 score when they say cease for Peterson. Okay, let's see. Play it. I need to see like how. Hold on. Let me get this. Let me let me know if you can hear the audio. Hold on, hold Nothing on, yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Ready? Yep. Wait, put it louder. Restart it, put it louder. That's as loud as it goes. Oh, geez. Wait, let me put my headset louder. Then. Oh, well, I mean, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, if, if Slacks fans are making fun of the caller, all right. But, I mean, obviously they weren't serious. Yeah. So, all right, and I mean, they did say they did say it's a reasonable idea, which it's not. That's a joke. But no, they, yeah, no, okay, I get okay. If the if the Sox fans were like making fun of that call, okay, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fids just tweeted out how many people had Jock as the number one in their first traded pool. A first baseman, Bell, is Atlanta's twelfth ranked prospect, and a bug dude, six six two forty, who bats lefty and throws righty. I told you he was gonna. <laughs> Oh, Alex said we got to keep going on the clip. I'll listen to it later. I just, yeah, but uh, what is this, the audio for Ant? Yeah, the audio didn't really translate well, so we're not going to play that again. Um, but, yeah, man, hopefully this opens the gate. I'm very, very excited for the second half of the season. I mean, I the COVID shit today kind of sucks, but they said that Cease is unknown without sticky stuff. I feel like that's a lazy argument. I mean, it makes I get why people say that stuff, but like I feel like that's that's turned into a real cop out type shit lately. If a pitcher has a bad game, no sticky stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, people have been railing on Garrett Cole, myself included. And then he went down to Houston and just <laughs> he was throwing "fuck you" fastballs like they yep. were going out of style. And he was just like, "Here's your sticky stuff." Either that, or he figured out a new way to put it on, which could possibly. <laughs> be the whatever but i don't know man i really don't got much else i'm i'm very 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 excited for the second half of the season white Sox fans should be um i mean hopefully this this trade deadline uh turns out to what we need it to be and if the white Sox 
or the Cubs for that matter, if the Cubs trade KB or Rizzo or Javi or Contreras, we'll hop on either one way or the other. Uh, if the White Sox make any trade, I'm hopping on. Um, well, that's why you hopped on for that uh, Gallon? 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 Gallon trade, yeah. Gallon. Um, <laughs> By the way, know. John Haven points out no, no money change hands in the in the Braves deal for Jock. Okay, that's um, it. Okay. So Cubs saved $3 million. Good job, Ricketts. Yay for mm-hmm. you, I guess. Um, oh, and then uh, Rosenthal says, you know, Poor jo- I mean, Jock, if, obviously the Braves, I think they're, what would you say, like four games back in the Mets? Yeah. Uh, like, if they don't get it going, they could always just trade Jock in a couple weeks. <laughs> just keep them moving, man. Yeah. Keep that keep that going. Um, what a night to do a trade when there's absolutely no, no sports on. Like, literally every tweet is about this Jock Peterson for single-A prospect trade. Like, <laughs> whatever, dude. It's cool. I mean – Am I missing anything? Did we forget anything that happened this week? Uh, I mean, just the All Star Game stuff, uh, the COVID stuff, which COVID stuff that it is what today. it is, and then um, the trade deadline. Man, it's it's a yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped. I really i i I feel it in my plums that Han's gonna do something right. It is now 7:50 p.m. Central Time. After we log off here, make sure you go and find the 108 guys for their 100th show. Again, congrats to those guys. Um, and then DMs are open, fellas. Support the show. Buy some merch. Um, you know, it's midsummer. You probably pit stained some of your good T-shirts. Go buy some new ones. Uh, <laughs> Rick had saved some cash. Poor guy lost so much last year. <laughs> uh, exactly. Mailman check from the clouds right before we sign off. Uh, yeah, like, rate, review, share with your friends, family. You guys, you have no idea how much one review or one rating or one share means to us. It helps out so much. It seems it takes all five seconds. Help us out. Um, you can always help out the show. We got the link pinned. Follow us at Pinwheels Ivy Pod. Um, again, if if and when any trades happen, we'll either jump on here or we'll just do a live video on Twitter, depending on where we're at at the time. Hopefully, Han's not a jag off and like does like you know eleven thirty p.m. trades. Some of us got young kids, dude. Oh, by the way, your boy uh, Devi Gruyon Gruyon he had a home run. Yeah, see what's up. 53 to dead center. Yep. Han's on fire, dude. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Bernstein and uh, Bernstein show is taking a a beating on Sox Twitter right now. (laughs) Yeah. I need Uh, to hear that clip. They cannot be seen. I'll send you the full clip. Sorry the audio didn't translate, guys. Nathan, thank you, bud. Thank you for – you broke the – Hey, big trade. Yeah, you broke the big trade to us. First big trade of the season. Um, I'm going to make sure I send this to you right now, although. Copy link to tweet. And, yeah, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks for ESPN professional caller, <laughs> Kay Fids, for coming on the show. We really appreciate you uh, helping out the little guys here. Um, yeah, and thank you. Yeah, if you guys need anything. DMs are always open, although I'm sending this to you now. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you. Be good to each other. Take care, everybody. 
rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now Wrigley or Gantee So the whole league that we hear now New show with a new mood Discussions and interviews Straight rumors that might be This is Pinwheels and Knife Yeah This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board, yeah Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board Season, make it all change. Season, make it all change. Take me out to the ball game.